episode 27, and it's with my sister. Can you believe it? We look alike, sound alike, and party alike. You guys are going to love meeting her and hear about her stories at Ohio University and now living in Pittsburgh and also running a food blog. Welcome, Z-Wall, to the Be Easy Podcast. Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast. Brought to you by your hosts, Carl and Abby O'Brien. And Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. Yeah. <laughs> What's this beautiful view we're looking yeah, at? Yeah, what is that landscape? I'm, in a, I'm outdoors, guys. I'm in a scenic landscape. Yeah, you got to zoom in a little bit more. Than oh, my God. It's gorgeous. There's trees and... The mountainous regions. Is like a, a golf course? Fog, little fog. You put like a, yeah, a window. Oh, fun fact that I learned while watching the golf two weeks ago that in San Francisco they call the fog coral. What? They say the coral is rolling in. Why would they say that? It's the name of the fog. I don't know, Chef. You might have. To I mean, I just made the right same face. I didn't make it up. I know. I remember it. Uh, to, to that point, uh, Abby said that apparently you guys sound alike. <laughs> well, well, you, guys have, you have to let us know because you don't know your own voice. I think that I need to do an eye closed <laughs> test. You need to do an eye closed the test. The laugh. The laugh is what really gets people. Here's uh-huh. the backstory oh. is I was teaching a class at Villanova about two years ago. I say, I'm Abby. I teach the class, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the class, this girl comes up, Gabby, and she goes, by chance, is your sister Diana Wall? Because you guys sound exactly alike. <laughs> They do I didn't alike. mention her last name at all. Yeah. So no, we're going to do I call And my last name would have been O'Brien, so it wouldn't have been. wouldn't have known. A quick statement, and then we're going to need to do a laugh. I think we have to do the cat. What would say this sentence, Bear, about the fox? The brown <laughs> fox jumps oh, that over there. every letter of the alphabet. Yeah, say it. What is it? Uh, it's something about a lazy fox. I forget. The it. lazy fox jumps over the fence. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, let me first. The lazy let's not fox use everything in the fence. alphabet. Let, let's not question it. We're going to close our eyes, and then one of you go, and then the other one go, and we're going to go. Don't guess. tell me. Hold on. Wait, what are we doing? Laughing or? No, you're going to say the state. Jeff has to do it because he's the only one, right? Oh, this is so good. I'm like closing my eyes, and Abby's right next to me. <laughs> like, what the heck is wrong with me? You're going to hear the sound vibration. All right, ready? Just laugh though. You have to I'm say gonna say. Funny. Wait, are we what? saying something? Or are we laughing? No, you're saying the lazy fox jumps over the brown fence. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Ready? So how do I'm? I'm gonna say. Just point. Right. I'm gonna point. Ready? It doesn't help. <laughs> it does help. It might help. Where's uh this way? No, it's this way. The lazy fox jumps over. The- <laughs> <laughs> They don't sound that much alike. No, they don't. <laughs> when you're both in a laugh, I can hear you sound alike. And I think if I was like on the phone and it was like fast, I would be like, oh, is that? Was it? Laughing times. I think it did happen to me once. Like Diana called and was asking questions and I didn't realize until like the fourth question that it was like her. I thought it was Abby. Like I didn't look when I picked it up, but <laughs> I can never tell the difference when they're on the phone. All right. Well, hopefully everyone else can. <laughs> What number is this? I don't know. I just don't want her to bark in the middle of this. It doesn't matter. We have dogs barking in the middle of anything. Things happen. Over the last 26 episodes, maybe, Chef? 27. 27 episodes, we've probably had a lot more worse things happen than dogs barking in the background. What, like people going to the bathroom on the podcast? No, but that's that's That hasn't happened yet. Would you like to be the first? No, please don't go to the bathroom. Yeah. I like triple check that I'm on mute if I have to really go to the bathroom in a meeting. During calls? You're doing it? I've done it. For sure. I forget to go and then I'm like, oh shit, I got to go to that's the true. next meeting. So now that, I pray that I would. That's a good discussion. I want to ask Chef. I want to ask Chef a question okay. because they, Abby, they'll work, like she'll work until she can't walk and she has to pay. Like, won't, like, I forgot to pee. I'm like, how do you yeah. forget to pee? Well, I get up and I'm like, whoa, I haven't peed in five hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't forget. <laughs> I don't forget to pee. I'm like, dude. Gotta pee. I'm gonna go downstairs and use the facilities. There's just so much else to see. The guy in your head goes, "Hey, dude, it's time to go." And you do it. You know. 
No, I don't know. I, I cannot. Uh, I'm not on team. You're peeing on Zoom calls at work? I am. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it. I'm not. I'm not usually. See, I have the headset. I won't carry oh, yeah. my laptop down. Right, you have the headset. Oh, right. I'm down. Yeah. It only reaches to the front door of the bathroom. It's good. It's also but like, well, I like, I run in and I can hear everything. I'm in the bathroom. I can't hear anything. As soon as I come out the bathroom door, it comes back. You know what you should do is just put it on the door handle. That's <laughs> back, a good idea. Back in my corporate career, oh, dear. we had a presenter that had like the lavalier mic, you know, did the mm-hmm. whole presentation. We took like a 15 minute break. Yeah. He went to the bathroom and they never turned off his microphone. Um, so everyone sitting in the room just heard like the stream of his face. At least it wasn't a poop. Yeah. Right. It would have been way worse if it was a poop. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Blowing it up. <laughs> that is embarrassing though. I'm sure that there are a whole like insane amount of news stories from F-ups oh. on Zoom oh. chats. Oh. Video I've chats seen videos. Oh yeah. Yeah, the videos of people like smoking bongs and stuff. Like, how stupid are you? Or someone goes to the bathroom and like pulls their pants down. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen those. The latest one I saw, and I I still don't really understand it, is this guy. I think he was on a business call when he was at the golf course, but he was like videotaping his buddy hitting instead of like being like having it with him like this way. So that's why I don't really get it. And like the woman talking never flinched either. She just kept talking. Like, either turn your camera off or like have it on you. He must have thought it was off, and he just was like, I don't know. There's a lot less camera turner honors now than there were in the beginning. Yeah, it's a little bit more acceptable to be like, I'm not turning my camera on. Are you calling Eric? Yes. Hey, are you with the dog? Oh, okay, bye. Goodbye. I think, yeah, that is Dewall's signature. So let's. Okay, bye? Yeah, okay, bye is. I like, I wrote K bye. Whenever D-Wall ends a conversation, she goes, okay, bye. Really? I don't know <laughs> yeah, that. You didn't notice that? That's going to be the uh, I was going to name the episode K-Bye. <laughs> no, the episode's name is K-Bye. Oh. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Never even well, How far apart? If you get, Yeah, I mean. All right, I get, so let me introduce to the podcast yeah. land. This is my sister <laughs> on the show today. My little sister, little D-Wall. That's little what we D-Wall. call her, little D-Wall. We have five <laughs> age difference. So she's still thriving in her... Mid twenties. The yes. word of the it's the word of the year. Thriving for right. Also, I never out drink me, out smoke me, outrun me, anything. My goodness. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what was that, Chef? I've never called her Little D Wall. Oh, I that's what she's in my phone as D Wall. I would say sometimes I look little. up D Wall and I forget that she's little, but then I remember again. I <laughs> write little one. Maybe you can get rid of the little now. And but grew up in the same area as Abby, so taking it back to Willie Poe. Obviously, the same house. Yes. <laughs> we met living in the that, hospital. Living that Willie Poe life. <laughs> yep. I wanted a little sister so bad. She was like my real-life baby doll. Yeah, she used to dress me up. Like a doll? To, oh, yeah. yeah. Push her around in strollers. Mm-hmm. I would like feed her bottles. So what year Get from that gap is it getting normal again? I'm trying to think because my brother's what six years or seven yeah. years. Yeah, I don't know. So I when you're like 24 and they're like 19, is well, that right? Is that math? I was going to say it when Abby was in college, years, but yeah, close. Yeah, I mean, close. I think it was close. There's always a special bond when you have a sister. You don't, mm. know, right? I don't know. But that. I think you always kind of rally together. Chef's like, got sisters. He knows. <laughs> but he's not a sister. Like yeah. we've always been close, but we've always giving each other shit our whole lives but like she was always there for me in middle school and in elementary school if I needed like help with how to do my hair what outfits to wear and stuff like that but I feel like our bond probably became stronger when you were like in college and I was like just a freshman in high school for sure when we weren't living together (laughs) well that makes it a lot easier amen (laughs) right yes thing though if I feel like for my brother I remember when he was a freshman in college and I just started like working at my first job, I happened to work like down the street from him. So like we got, we used to go to lunch like once a week, but I feel like when yeah. you get to like that age, that's cool. Like, cause when there's the big age gaps, there's people that have like 10 year age gaps. Yeah. I have an eight year. Right. With, with yeah. My brother. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in fourth grade when he graduated high school. Right. Yeah, Jeff, I mean, what's your youngest? Catherine just turned 22. So what is that? I don't know how old I am. I think it's 11. That's 12. Wow. 
almost 12 wow. years. 12 years? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Catherine, happy birthday. And my, back birthday. my mom was the day before. Happy birthday, mom. Oh, oh my God. Wow. You got to do a shot for that. Mazel tov, as they would say, <laughs> the Walters. Mazel tov. <laughs> So is this going to be the sassiest episode? It might be. <laughs> you have such a, you're already sassing me and we're not even in the beginning of the episode yet. I'm just kidding. But no, D-Wall's got a lot of cool, I think, interesting things about her. Ooh. Um, <laughs> She's like, I do. I think anytime somebody goes to compliment me <laughs> a school out of state, you know, and I find it interesting because a lot of people don't do that that we yeah. know, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the norm to go somewhere else. The other thing I always thought was crazy too is, and I don't know what it would feel like doing this, but like going to this same college that both of my parents went to. Yeah. Like, is that kind of weird? I think it is. You know, some she people had a lot of influence. She had well, influence. But I actually, when going there, I actually knew a lot of people that parents also went there. Like that, that was, was a thing, thing there, right? Like, like yeah, I think so. legacies, like a legacy situation. Because yes. just they offered a discount. In if both situation. of your if both right if both your parents were alumni just one just right. one That's wow awesome. so Diana went to the number one party school in the country and what school is this <laughs> oh you oh yeah Ohio University <laughs> the Bobcat yeah not the Can other you name one. the most famous Bobcat for us is it our uncle no I'm just kidding <laughs> um Chef, well I don't he know got you know fired this. from like ABC or like the morning show <laughs> I know the guy you're talking about I can't um, it's an athlete. Is it an athlete? He's a famous Philly. Philly? Oh, I don't know. Third baseman. There's like a stealer too, I think. Yeah. Of course you know that. <laughs> of course. Uh, old or new? Old. It's the dude. It's, um, I can't Mike Schmidt. Yeah, forget him. Mike Schmidt. Oh. Your favorite baseball player. Well, one of my uh, favorites, besides that one. Born Dayton, Ohio. Oh. Went to Ohio University. Carl, you oh, visited yeah. twice, right? Uh, when we were together? Uh, yes. Twice. Oh, once, once was for graduation mm-hmm. and once, once in the snowstorm. Sibs weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was Sibs weekend we came out. I remember it was the dead of winter. It was the worst drive I've ever done in my life. Mom I, was out with you, but she didn't tell you we were coming. Chef, no, we and, and dad did the same thing drive. with Zach. Like, right. I've had... Lots of surprises surprises. (laughs) when people visiting. The weekend we came out, it was the dead of winter. You guys had had a snowstorm. There was ice everywhere. Yeah. And we were all so drunk. We were sitting in a car at the end of the night, just watching the same people pass this ice patch. And everyone would wipe out. Every drunk kid on the campus was same area, wipe out. And it was the, we were in a car, so we saw it all. Yeah. Giggled for hours. It's a wild campus. It is. It's beautiful. They have their own golf course, Chef. People play for free. The campus is like separated. Like it's, I mean, it's huge. It's a bubble though. Right. It's and there's like, because like, there's that bridge, you make like a left turn off yeah. of one of the interstates and all of a sudden you're like down this road and over this like little bridge thing. And then it's mm-hmm. just all OU campus. It's crazy. Yeah. So the town is uh, really, really small. It's, I think the town like doubles in size when the students come and the students are like 30, 35,000, I think with uh, graduate students too. So it's like, it's a smaller, but you know, it's not Penn State size campus. It's all bricks, like brick walkways, brick buildings. Wasn't there an insane asylum there at some point? There was, yeah. And they did like lobotomies at this insane. That's where I think the Halloween aspect comes into play for me. And you, I'm like crazy insane asylum, insane Halloween party school. Maybe. so we have the number one Halloween party in America. Okay. What is and that? this was like a thing when our, our like parents went there too. Wikipedia search, Chef. What does that even mean? Number one Halloween party? Like it's one oh, so, party or? Yeah. So the, there's one main street. Half of it is campus buildings and the other half is bars. And it's a mile long. And the town like shuts it down and puts stages everywhere. And there's like a big parade that happens earlier in the day and then they have live music like all night long so it's a huge attraction for like out of out of towners like people come visit their friends for halloween abby visited me for halloween yeah. like the town like triples that weekend because every halloween town the big party just as a police night. officer yeah so it's very I, inappropriate so I, I saw the pictures <laughs> right <laughs> But the, I think the best part of it is everyone like doesn't like buy costumes like they make their own. Like yeah, it's not like some crazy ones. The first yeah, like, we're gonna have to in the costumes. The first year that I met Dwall was freshman year. She was there. 
And that's when you were Blues Clues. I was Blues Clues sophomore year. Oh. What was freshman year? (laughs) I was 90s, uh, something from the 90s sophomore year on. Something late. It's well known. Everybody makes their own outfits. Oh, the outfits? Yeah, like get creative, like do something that's like relevant in like social media or the news. Like people get really creative and everyone goes to like someone's house to like drink all day and just you like sit outside and just look at other people's costumes. In Halloween costumes. Yeah. What were your I, other costumes? I was Reggie from Rocket Power. Wiggity, wiggity. Good pull. I know Rocket Power. But I made a skate uh, skateboard into a shot ski. I didn't That's ride the skateboard because you can get Shop, You don't know the Rocket Power show with the little kids and they skateboard? They lived on the beach. Shoebies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after my time, I guess. <laughs> I think it was like before mine. So. Yeah. Um, no, I remember it. Like, and then I was Angelica my senior year from Angelica. Angelica's a good one from Rugrats. You are good, yeah. Angelica. From Rugrats, yeah, she's I'm definitely offended. Angelica. <laughs> <laughs> was not a stretch. I could see. <laughs> what were some other like great costumes? I'm trying to think. Remember? I feel like I used to see crazy pictures, yeah. but nowadays but- I feel like the costumes could be so funny with all like. Like even in the office when they do the funny ones, like uh, Jim's like book face, he works like book on his face. Like if you're doing funny pun pop culture costumes, like yeah. they can get really crazy. That's all it's, it is. Yeah. I know, but that's fun. They're funny. Oh. So my sophomore year, we lived out in a dorm and outside of it was like the only basketball court. And the morning of, we were going to get breakfast and there's a bunch of guys in like Disney princess costumes playing like an intense <laughs> game of basketball. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is a great way to start the morning. <laughs> so the town just started like Halloween, like the whole town for yeah. a couple days. Or is it one um, it's just one day. Just it's one like day. The, the, that Saturday, whatever Saturday they so choose. then the, the main reason why I feel like this school is fucking crazy. <laughs> they have like a season of parties. Yeah. It's called, they call it fest seat. So Shuff, let me, I'm going to spill a little background. I just remembered this like literally just now as we're getting to the topic. <laughs> the scotch. Once I learned, it is. Once I learned about fest season, okay. the fest Instagram scene is intense. Okay. And wild. What is this? Dude, like ladies? No, like <laughs> nonsense that people are doing off the OU campus at fest parties, like yeah. jumping off of roofs, like stealing signs, dancing around like maniacs, like 50,000 kids in one backyard. They used to like rent pieces of property and run like their own concert show. Yeah, like, that actually just all got run by students, d Didn't they have like Tyga? I want to say like some terrible rap names. I'm not going to be able to say them. But yeah. Have, like crazy would, bands and stuff. It would just be mostly like pop rap. Um, Who likes pop rap? <laughs> I, know, I think. <laughs> like Wiz Khalifa. Give an example. Uh, well, yeah, who doesn't like Kendrick that? Lamar, Schoolboy Q, stuff like that. I do but like Schoolboy Q. Was, doesn't like Schoolboy Q. Doesn't. Right? That was Numbers Fest, um, but that doesn't really get, like, lumped in. It's during fest season, but I wouldn't say that that gets lumped in with, like, the normal stuff that happens. Yeah, so fest season is, like, six weekends, mainly Saturdays, but they started adding Fridays. um, So Why not? Because, yeah, let's party. America. Friday's the new Saturday, so... Yeah. I say that I've been saying Let's just that. skip class and drink I told every I said it today Abby was like Or somebody said That's not the end of the week Thursday's not the end of the week I said yes it is you I said nobody does anything On Fridays anymore You gotta just keep saying it Until it, it Until it's out. true right. yeah. Sorry then Six weekends D-Wall I need the, the facts Six All weekends right. So you get a day And that and it's a, as One street gets a day So for example There's Mill Street So it's called Mill Fest M-I-L-L Not Milf Right M-I-L-L. Mill, yeah. like a like a like a mill where you get your corn grain. Yes. Right? Mill. Let's so everybody that lives on that street of the designated day just takes responsibility to buy like 10 kegs. Jesus. And I think the best thing about Ohio University is that everyone is just so nice. Nobody like you can go up to a party you don't have to know anybody at that house to go drink their beer and usually people nowadays get djs too or you know like their friends right. dj and play music but you don't have to know anybody at any house you can just go and drink everybody would just walk their alcohol really? and just like have a good time like it's about having fun i mean if you're causing problems it's trying to start right. fighting the, the owner of the house like yeah you're out <laughs> but the cops like don't care <laughs> like the cops are walking around the whole time yeah. There's a set of rules that you have to follow. Like you can't touch the sidewalk with a, an open container, but um, the cops are super nice. It starts whenever 
that house wants to start. So could they be like sell tickets? Don't they sell tickets to some? So that's Numbers Fest, and that's like a concert. Like this is just like okay. Fest, like yeah. day drinking house parties. <laughs> right. Didn't you make like the newspaper cover on during fest season? I did. I <laughs> got my name on it. Yeah, that's both sisters drinking on the a beer. cover there college newspapers at some yeah. point or another yeah mine is just for drinking mine Abby's just for graduating yeah yeah <laughs> but the cops try and shut things down at like four in the afternoon and when I was like 21 I gained some confidence to go and talk to the cops and be like yo what's up like right what are you, like how's your day so I was like oh man it's 3 30 like you guys are shutting them down early this year and he was like no, we're just, we're starting at this house and we're going to, you know, go to every house and, you know, finish your day, finish your day. And I was like, well, can I finish my beer? He's like, oh yeah, finish your beer. I don't care. Like have fun. I so feel I'm like my the beer big and then, schools have to like, yeah, no, it's not right? like you have to run from the party. Right. Cause the cops show up. It's like, they're just like, Hey, everybody leave. Like, we know well, you're all at our parties. I feel like I was, they were like, are you serving the beer? What's your uh, name? You're under arrest. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's like, Oh, just like finish your night at the bars. Like we're going to start shutting them all down. So I, I finished my beer and I'm leaving and I'm like, Hey, like, thanks for a great day. Like, thanks for letting me finish my beer. And he's like, see you next week at high fest. I was like, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> but like every fest has their own Instagram shop and there's like all these crazy fucking videos and they're always popping up and and it's like every weekend has a different theme and everything. Yeah. It's probably hard to like get, into one of those houses dude and oh to get on fest street house i yeah. feel like it's like clutch it is like a prime yeah yeah oh to rent that house like to be a yeah. fest street like a it is prime. for it because there should be i mean i think at every university you basically like rent your house two years before you live in it like you right. secure that or you rent to people you know and you like and you know they're gonna pass along the tradition right like, yeah this house throws bomb parties or whatever yeah like some of the bigger houses are end up being like frat houses because they can hold like 30 guys in it or whatever. Right. So they just like keep having the same people. But you did study something there, right? Marketing. Ohio U also took an annual trip every year to Colorado. Yes. Snowcats. Snowcats. <laughs> you all's big snowboarder, Shuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if Fresh you've ever... <laughs> no. <laughs> If you've ever, like, gone out west, it's super expensive. Like, I only take a trip every two years because it's so expensive, like, with flights and... Oh, yeah. Only, only. And People and have only. Never I know, I know. I make it work. But to go out there with this club, it was 600 bucks for transportation, a week stay, and a four-day ski pass. Good you can barely get a flight that. to Colorado for, like, $400. That's right. crazy. Right, but you drove. Yeah, so it was a... Uh, it depended where we went, but it was, like, over a 30-hour bus ride. There's so four buses. Like, here? like, so there's 200 kids. They get four buses. They fill four buses. And when you get on, they hand you a case of beer. Shut up. No. <laughs> They're literally like passing them back, like, hey, everybody, crack one. Sure. Yeah. There's drinking games the whole time. Yeah. Dude, I, could I get my, if I could get my own transportation, I would sign up for that. I don't know. <laughs> Some people Just did. I'm going to be alumni ski trip runner now. <laughs> Take like, the, the, the event crisis. Now I'm just a ski bum. I'm taking kids out on ski trips. <laughs> you just take one class and then you do that. And then we oh, yeah. go down to Disney, right? And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys had so much fun one year. Well, that year uh, was the last year that Snowcats was a university organization. Okay. Um, on our way home, we got in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> so I think that trip was like, I think it was a 35-hour bus. And on your way back, that's... The worst. Traveling home is the worst. Ever. Any- no one's drinking a 30 pack on the no. way home. I'm like trying to sleep those 35 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so we were in Indiana, like less than five hours from home. So we had just traveled around 30 hours. And we just came from a place where you can eat weed. So you can right. eat and get high. Yeah. So some, I, and I'm not just saying like some freshman, it was a freshman. <laughs> some freshman decided to like light up Such a joint. a senior thing to say. <laughs> I was a senior at the time. So some freshman like lit up a joint behind this yeah. gas station in Indiana, which is not a legal state for weed, for smoking weed. Right. And an undercover cop like busts him and is like, you know, where are you coming from? What are you guys doing? Where'd you get this weed? So then we're sitting there and we're like, man, like, why have we not left yet? We've been at this rest hour like longer than usual. Like, let's get home. This guy comes on the, the bus, takes the microphone, and is like, hey, who has weed? And we're like, that's a weird question to ask. Like, who is this guy? Uh, Who are you, sir? 
And then he's like, I'm dead serious. Raise your hand if you have weed on you. I'm an undercover cop. Like, you guys are all busted. And so everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, what? So he takes everybody off the bus and is, like, going through people's stuff. They were threatening, like, like dogs. And so everyone just, like, handed over whatever they had. Thank God, like, nobody got in trouble. But there was, like, a lot of stuff because I think – People were buying things for other people. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, oh, I'll just throw it in my luggage. Right. Thanks for 500 bucks. Here's a bunch of stuff. About that Governor Wolf thing today. Oh, Do yeah? you see that? Yeah. What? Supposedly, they're making a play that they want to he says he have. Uh, law. They're making a play. They want it law that it's recreational in Pennsylvania. Well, they just took my money for my medical. I card, know Abby so. was saying that. That's what her next comment <laughs> was. It'll be cheaper for you though. It'll, like I said before, it would be right. That's how they do it in Colorado. Right. In the Colorado, if you have your medical, you get better stuff. Today. Right. I didn't know that. You'll get different strains. You'll get opportunities to get usually higher quality. Right, yeah. at a cheaper rate than people that are doing it recreationally. It would be an additional tax for the. And I'm obviously pro because it'll give the state some tax money back that could continue to play people like me that are unemployed. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it was okay, a matter full of full circle. So many plugs. <laughs> it was only a matter of time, uh, but did we say this every week? <laughs> you know, with this going on, you knew it was coming. But yeah, news he said that. that stuff before. I just didn't know when. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess they just recently. It's he was like made today. a big push yeah. today. Yeah, like. Every platform had it on today. I was wow. like, holy shit. So, yeah. Snowcats. So, Snowcats almost derailed <laughs> you all from her graduation, which that was the last time I was there. I was nervous. I, I, I was waiting to hear you did something. So Yeah, I thought it was going to be uh, worth it. Shout out D-Wall for just being an innocent bystander. <laughs> exactly. Didn't do anything wrong. Good for freshman. <laughs> and then I'll give one more Ohio University plug. Homecoming. Obviously, homecoming is rowdy at every college, but... Our bars shut down at two in the morning, like Friday morning, and then they reopen at five in the morning. Like and so a big be- breakfast between, drinking scene at OU. In between, you don't go to bed. In the morning. Yeah, yeah, what do you do in between? You go to someone's house and do kegs and eggs, and then you go back to the bars at five in the morning. And our mother- you never go would, to sleep? No. I don't think I could do that. It's rough. I go to bed at like five. That's it. What about mom? Our mother would come every homecoming. And she would stay up. She loved it. No, she would go to bed, but she would meet me at the bars whenever she woke you up. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, I love you, but you were probably a rowdy college bobcat for sure. I don't drink a lot anymore. <laughs> My liver is kind of messed up. That's funny. That's no, funny. your years at OU were awesome. I was going to say, yeah. It was I fun mean, to visit. Super cool experience, I'm sure. And what, um, the time I visited, what did we do? We did like a three story beer bong oh off the. Yeah, we did a hockey game with dad. We did a hockey game, that's right. Yeah. There's just. Oh, you hockey? Always something. Mm-hmm. Whenever yeah. Abby would come, she would be like, I'm so old and like tell everybody her age. I'm like, if you don't say anything, like no one's going to know. No one knows. I could see Abby doing that. I didn't say anything when I went. I was like, hey, I'm Cobb. <laughs> yeah, Carl, Carl's like, I'm here to party. It was like, my. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm twice. Six guys, I'm so old. The OU bars are so cheap. I used to love it. Rolling with like twelve bucks and yeah, like you drink. Did love it. Like yeah. they have those giant drink shelf, like you know the fish bowls at Westchester. Like they would have these big, like giant clasps and like always shots. And it's a good. It was a good scene. But it was fun that they had siblings weekend. Yeah, a that, lot of that stuff. Of yeah, stuff. yeah, good. it's wild. So that took you out to Pittsburgh then, from OU to Pittsburgh. Well, there's a lot of jobs in between. I feel like your internship situation was pretty wild. I did have some. So did you go for sports marketing? Is that was that the original? And I know, and I forgot Larry went there. Yeah, our uncle, her her dad, her uncle, her dad, and mom all went to OU, and then you went there. Mm -hmm. Which he was the first graduating class of the sports administration graduate program, which is the guy that runs communications for the Orange Bowl shop. Yeah, I remember him. That program is like top three in the world or something ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, So he was the first graduating class of that. You went went for that as well? So I was marketing major and then sports administration minor. I had a lot of interest and I was really all over the place. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So it was like an extra couple of classes when, because you're already in the business school, so you're already taking all those like regular prereqs that it was kind of just me trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. I'm interested in sports. So I figured, right. So yeah. And like the professors were super cool. Um, a lot of the professors at Ohio university, like 
went there, did real world things, and then became a professor afterwards. So one of my professors rebuilt the Dallas Cowboys stadium with like those other four people in the owner. That's wild. Yeah. So there's just like really great resources, great people to talk to, great to network with. So I figured it was a good opportunity. So I guess what sparked that was I had an internship in Williamsport at the Crosscutters. <laughs> super exciting. <laughs> Crosscutters are super exciting. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. For Philly. Yeah. Yeah, but they're going away. Yeah, that's sad. I know. Bummer. I still love them. Haven't broke that news to us. Yeah, our Mm -hmm. baseball confidant said that most of the minor league teams are going to die this year. But crosscutters and then... Then I went to the Orange Bowl with my uncle and that was... It was three or four weeks over holiday I break. About that. It was the two to three weeks before the Orange Bowl, and then you worked like the Orange Bowl on the day after. Right. So I worked in the marketing department. And it was a lot of like event management, like going to these like super cool galas or like hanging out with the teams at their like beach parties and just making sure that like you know the food's out, they're interacting with pictures and stuff like that. So yeah, lots of cool fun stuff. And then the game, we managed like a marketing tent that had like an announcer, and they had giveaways, and the band would come up and. Just like fun, like tailgating stuff outside the stadium. And then during the game, there was a couple things I had to do. And then I was like on the field for whoever won and like the trophies and stuff like that. How cool is it working an event day? It's really cool. And you're just like hyped up on adrenaline. Yeah. It's like such, you wake up that day and you like know like that that's the day. It's the end. And then like you're just in it and you're behind the scenes. So like, especially Mm -hmm. if you were seeing all the fans starting to roll in and everything. Yeah. You were there early on when it was still quiet. Yeah. And then the day ends at like 2 a.m. And you're like, wow, I'm really tired. But you weren't tired like at all during the day because you were so excited. Yeah, I remember sitting in tunnels. Yeah, at like 1 or 2 a.m. Like, oh, yeah, awesome. rough day. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a it's a, an experience for sure. Mm hmm. I yeah, it's a really good one when you're in college. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely a great experience. And then my last internship I did with the Columbus Blue Jackets was super cool. I'm a big hockey fan, so that to me was like number one. Like I don't think I could have gotten a better internship than that. <laughs> I worked in the social media department, which was crazy because there were five people managing all their social wow. platforms, graphics, videos and blogs for the website. Were they a newer franchise or was it a reborn franchise though? It was the newest franchise they joined in 2000 or 2001. Was there somebody else in Columbus at some point or no? The only other team in Columbus was a soccer club. Okay. So the Blue Jackets were complete expansion. So I totally At least I think. I think you're right. No, I think you're right. Because I don't think there was ever another hockey team out of Ohio that I can think of. Yeah. I even got to visit you there, D-Wawa. I was going to say, I remember you guys got to downtown Ohio. Yeah. Well, what where, what is it? Columbus, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I had a meeting with an agency out there and you were like right down the street. Mm-hmm. Sassing around. Funny. Uh, before, before the Blue Jackets, the last NHL team in the state of Ohio was the Cleveland Barons who played from 76 to 78. That's, <laughs> That's not a long time. Before our time. The Barons. The brand new, brand two years. And the first NHL franchise in Ohio. And That's pretty cool. Stuff with the Google knowledge. Well, someone's yeah. got to be the back checker. <laughs> yeah, we need, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's really sick. It was really cool. And I think, I mean, good or bad, I mean, it was a great experience. I had so much fun that summer. But I think it made me realize that that's something I don't want to do because you have to be dedicated to your job. like For sure, and, and expect to not make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so there were two guys that were the only two guys that were allowed to manage their social media accounts, which their Twitter at the time was one of the best in sports. Like they were one of the first like witty tweeters that would be like, you get their fans and like saying mean stuff and funny stuff. So 84 games, only two guys. Sometimes you'd have to travel with the team. So you're working until 11 at night and then you have to wake up and go back in at 8 a.m. the next day. So I think it was super cool, but it just, I think I realized like the sports industry maybe just wasn't for me. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing about internships though. Yep. You you get to learn something and sometimes you know it's for you and sometimes you're like, nope. I wish there was just like an internship place you could go where it was like, hey. Test this out. Not sure what I'd like to do. Uh, Could I try one of your internships? I mean, really, somebody should start that up because the problem with internships is expecting young adults to like go find these things on their own. And it's really challenging. It's massively competitive. Yeah. And I know it's all about like who you know, but I'm shocked. It is programs out there like exactly what you just referenced. Carl. I just invent yeah. a program. Might of. I don't know why no one's ever talked it's about just something. The conglomerate. Well, but I'm sure schools like all the businesses have like. But then again, it's always co- 
College Connect program. And not just for college. Yeah. To be right. Because the medical field is the right path for everyone. That's you know? true, D-Wall. The medical field already does do that, though. They yeah. have rounds. The so medical like, field. Test out. And like um, businesses, like I know people at large corporations, you can right, where you do like a, a program through them and you try every department and they like right. groom you. But no, for everyday Americans that maybe go to college, maybe don't go to college, maybe don't know what they want to go to college for. It could be a vocational college with internships. Well, imagine, imagine, you know, most kids don't know what they want to do when they go to school. So instead of going to college year one, you go and do three internships. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you're helping out maybe some but people. Schools are getting- won't help you with those. That's the problem. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. Yeah. That should be the main thing. Yeah. You should just you be know? a company, private Or like job shadowing. Even just sitting right. with somebody, like, yeah. they don't have to do any of the work. They can just, like, see what it's going to be like. Yeah, Who was telling us that they did a job shadow enough, in know, like high school? Didn't we talk to someone that was job shadowing in high school? Yeah, you could do it. Um, Drew. Uh, that's right. That's right. The barber. Yeah. Right. It's we did. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Did oh. she, I have one more question though. Did you do semester abroad at OU or was uh, that after? No, I did an internship abroad. Internship abroad. What? That's why I had the best Snapchat from 2012 to 2016. Abroad internship. Internship abroad. How do you even come up? How does Where that was it? Now? In Israel. What oh. town? Tel Aviv. Oh. You almost never came home. I, yeah, I was pretty convinced I was moving there. Really? How long? Jeff, have you ever been to that? I know you've been a lot of places. What's the closest to like there that you've been? Qatar. Qatar yeah. was the closest, I would imagine. Mm. Or Qatar, however you want to pronounce it. And we've said this in other episodes, but Carl and I visited you when you were working right. over there in yeah. Tel Aviv. Oh, so, okay, right, right, right. I had, the internship was three days a week. Right, <laughs> and it was like a tech startup, right? Yeah, so Tel Aviv's a big like startup city, so. Navigate? Um, Native Earth. But now they changed their name to something else. But it it was like me, it was like the owner and me and another intern. And like, we would just go to different coffee shops every day and like sit outside and do our work there. It was so cool. (laughs) And then the other four days, like pretty much everybody that we were with had internships, maybe four days a week. But we traveled one day with the group, like traveled around the the country. And then the other three days, we were just like partying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you maybe were on the beach. Country and... (laughs) <laughs> it was during the World Cup too, right? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. They had like big screen TVs on the like projectors on the beach. You could watch the World Cup. It was really wild. Oh wow. Tel Aviv's actually pretty crazy city life it's action. City town. with the beach. It's really Yeah, crazy. it is yeah. city with the beach. But the beach wow. is amazing because the Mediterranean okay. is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And the water was warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a small country, so like you can really go. I mean, you live there for like three months. I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Three yeah, months. And our sister-in-law's family's from there and they would like come bring me food or be like, what part of the country haven't you seen? Like, I'll pick you up on Saturday and take you here, here, and here. And they were amazing and treated me just like family. So I got to see a lot of the country. I probably would have never if I didn't. How how do you uh, decide, nope, I'm going to go back to America? I'm well, She's I don't even know what the decision maker was. I think my brother got engaged, and I was like, "Well, I'll just be here for that." Because like that flight is expensive. Yeah, I can't come back. Yeah, I'm back and I, I think we were like bombs were being shot, and you, Dad, was like, "You're coming." That it was home. a pretty yeah. rough time. Like, no, bye. It was a pretty rough time in the. Yeah. It was an interesting yeah. time yeah. to be over there. Yes. I do remember that you were like, but, and you like fell in love for a hot second in Israel. Oh my god. Oh, Blowing up her spot. I mean, it's not like I don't follow Rotam on Instagram. Still, <laughs> I don't. When <laughs> so. in Israel, you know, he was a nice dude. He was in the army, and um, they're all in the army. Whatever. He was really cool. I remember. I mean. The new guy's a lot cooler, but this guy hey. was so. <laughs> Shout out, Eric. Tell him not to listen. Right. Shout out, E. But that's a wild experience to be overseas like that during that time. And again, I thought it was always cool how it was like like a startup, like techie kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know, but like in another country, like that's a cool place to kind of learn, yeah. you know, how to get into that, you know, type of, you know, industry. It's They it's, actually uh, need a lot uh, of English speakers right. for their jobs because a lot of it is like international startups and she created her social media pages the day i got there so she had nothing so i kind of like cool to see something from like the startup Mm -hmm. yeah you say that i've definitely spoken with quite a few like software companies out of israel yeah tel aviv's a top and spot right now 
that makes sense. There's a lot of startups there. Yeah. They invented a lot of things that we use today, like certain things on our toilets and water irrigation and USB ports, voicemail. Interesting. Voicemail. Voicemail. Just the only four things I remember (laughs) that they made. (laughs) Nobody uses voicemail anymore. (laughs) I don't think I've listened to a voicemail in like the last... Two I years. Definitely Not even robocaller voicemail? Maybe robocaller voicemail. <laughs> like for work. I, I For work, I'll leave them. Right. You know. But now we're in Pittsburgh. Yep. We we're outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. That was in Pittsburgh. But so, yeah, on, that's right. In Squirrel Hill for a little bit, right? No, I live clo- close Outside enough. of it. Like 10 minutes. Yeah. So yeah. our grandmother grew up in Squirrel Hill. We actually just found out that our family's been there since like the late 1800s. But. It's kind of crazy. You know, our our dad basically shoved sports teams down our throats and said like, you are a Steelers fan. You're nothing but yeah. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> she almost got taken out of the will for uh, Phillies. going to Phillies games. Yeah. And moving to Philly. <laughs> We've heard. <laughs> but um, no one was shocked that I moved there because I've always said I wanted to move there. And so I did. Uh, I didn't have a job at first, but you know, and it's easier to move to a city and start interviewing than just like, video calling or driving in for the day or whatever so especially a little while ago now it's probably a little more common yeah now it's different <laughs> the whole world's different but then it was not no yeah. definitely not but i did finally get a job i did a creepy linkedin thing that i filtered all people in pittsburgh that went to ohio university that were in marketing positations and i messaged yeah. all of them to like wow. work all of them responded. Wow. They're like, hey, you're a bobcat. Like, I want to help you. And cool. they they did really help me. So maybe I should try that. I was going to say, let's, get on, that, they're not, I don't let's get on that ship network. <laughs> you have to, going to have to promote that. That's a really good. Yeah, that's dope. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And so you've been in Pittsburgh for a while now, or at least in the area, right? Stayed up that way. Yeah. 2016. That's when wow. I graduated. And I moved like that summer. I lived in my friend's basement for a while at her parents' house. <laughs> I had a pool. And she, like, I love her, but she was, like, trying to, like, figure out what she wanted to do. So she was just sitting around the pool for, like, a summer. <laughs> and her parents <laughs> kept being, like, oh, the working daughter to me. And being, like, there's our lazy daughter by the uh, pool. Like, go get a job. <laughs> brutal. She was helping you out. And you were just, like. You're blowing up her spot <laughs> left and right. What a great guest. Macy. I mean, what can you do? You're hard. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> but now, yeah, I mean, I feel like now uh, you're living on a farm. Yeah, I was gonna say. And now, yeah. full, fast forward, we got chickens living on the farm. The we're farm. we're, well, we're food blogging. Well, the chickens are dead now. RP, right? yeah. RP, the chickens. How many chickens did you have? We they were meat well, chickens, not laying egg chickens. Yeah, we had egg chickens. We had eight. One was a rooster. We got a rooster because we had some issues with chickens dying from predators so while we were at work we thought that the rooster would help fend that off and it worked but we had like a couple die from disease and then the rest started getting picked off by like a raccoon in the past oh, several no. months yeah and then we had one so my boyfriend found it a great home uh it was like a family that came and picked up the last one it was really <laughs> yeah, the last chicken, one a chicken loving family yeah keep the last chicken it, it would get lonely, I think. Like he, w- she was definitely searching for other chickens. We, we visited when you had your first two chickens. Oh my god! Justin too. We went to and the we, Phillies game. You went to the Phillies. Saw them Pirates smoke game. the Pirates and came back, and their chickens were dead. Shuff. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. We had uh, them five days. Brutal. And they named them. Oh, uh, you and named pepper. them. No pickles uh, and pepper. The chickens. Uh, I was just listening um, to David Dobrik's. Uh, podcast today and he said the funniest thing about chickens is unlike any other food group or any other land animal the food is the same name as the animal <laughs> yeah. so chicken you don't go to a restaurant and say like i want pig i get a pig yeah. sandwich you know yeah you're right but you do go and say hey i would love a fried chicken sandwich smothered i feel like i want to go get a pig sandwich though now <laughs> <laughs> can i get a cow patty please me, i'll take uh double cow patties I told Carl this earlier, and he was trying to name animals. Well, Abby went right to the shrimp, but they're not land creatures. David Dobrik didn't specify, but I am. Land animal. There isn't another one. It's really weird. Farms has had quite a few animals because you have a cat and a dog, too. The cat and the dog and the chickens. We did save a chicken's life. I Well, I started with the process of saving a chicken's life. It started acting weird, and... 
I was like, Google, we were about to, of course, every time a chicken starts acting weird, we go on. How do you know when the chicken's acting normal? Yeah, what's weird versus normal? Like, who are you? It's an odd chicken thing that something would do. Like, do something that a chicken would do that would be weird. Well, I'm not going to do it, but I'll just say it. Say it, I mean, don't do it. Like, they're not, like, walking around and they're, like, falling asleep in place instead of, like, sitting down and falling asleep. Like, they, they pretty much, like, sleep at night. Okay. And like our chickens, like you could pick them up, but some don't. And if you could like easily pick up a chicken and they're not like fighting you off or anything, like they're just like sick, I guess. And, like yeah. logic, maybe you'd say. Yeah. So, I mean, is it weird to though then, and this is, I have a couple more questions and I'm going to wrap this up, but <laughs> so is it weird to like see and touch and play with the chicken and then like eat no. something that comes out of it? Like that doesn't get weird at all. Or eat no. And even when I buy chicken at the store, like I don't make that connection of like this came from a cow. Right, this is like chicken food, and that was like my chicken friend, and I ate its eggs. Yeah. yeah. The egg thing is totally like fine with me because they I think want to leave it for you. It's like them bringing you a gift. Uh, shop. Yeah. Just because you're not like letting yourself be aware of it, it's definitely like reality everywhere. You know. Yeah. Right. So we eat a hamburger, and it was a piece of a cow that got. No, it is, but I don't know if I could pet the chicken and then eat its egg. I feel like it would be weird. Mm, I would enjoy every second of it. Maybe I would yeah. like it. I'd be like, thanks. I think it'd be weird to thanks, find chicken Mr. And chicken. Then have chicken for dinner. I couldn't yeah. kill the chicken. Yeah, like, like like back in the day, you used to have chickens, or even to this day, and then you grab one and you grab the cleaver knife and you go out and go, and then you bring in the chicken, you clean yep. it off, and you make oh, it. Yeah. You know, that, that was a really. We good made thing. that joke like early on in COVID when there was like a meat shortage. We're like, well. If we have we'll to. We'll be okay. Like, We've got a whole batch of chicken. Kill one. Back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you didn't get to eat them, though. But oh my God. when we had to save this chicken, we had to check to see if it was egg-bound because we had to, like, rule out item. Yeah. So yeah. we had to stick our fingers up its butt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> chicken butt fingers. What? Yeah, what does he say? Funky butt-loving. No, Eric wasn't home. Eggs come out of chicken's butts? Yeah, there's only one hole. It's mind blowing, right? Everything comes out of that hole. The How come Garrett didn't tell us about these chicken buttholes? Well, I, you know, maybe he doesn't want to get into it. Well, he probably doesn't deal with them as much. It's more the cow guy. He's a cow guy. He's a cow guy. Yeah. A cow guy. Well, in case you're wondering, it wasn't egg bound. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasted my time. Well, now, did you though? Because you can always. Yeah, now you can tell everyone you've had your fingers up the chicken. No, that's a good thing to say. You're halfway there to being a, a good thing to say. chicken veterinarian. I would say, yeah. Yeah. maybe you could consider yourself a legit farmer now, right? Or a vet. A vet. Sure. <laughs> uh, maybe not a vet because I get to school. How about a yeah, chicken, chicken po- a chicken proctologist? Sure, right? that's a stretch. But... Yeah, no, I think farmer. You're a farmer. Do, do you know right. if your chicken's eggs are coming out correctly? <laughs> Ask Doctor D Wall. No, no. <laughs> she's like, oh. and I'll uh, I'll Google it. a picture of D Wall with like a rubber glove and her finger pointing at. Google's an amazing. Like, what did we do before Google? You know. That's how I figured out what to do. I was like dunking this chicken in like I think it was warm water, <laughs> and like I was massaging like parts of it, and then like taking it out and putting it back in, and then I had to do the fingering, and then but you saved it his survived. life. <laughs> yeah, the fingering of the chicken, and she the, saved his life. Shot two thousand eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But there's just a lot of now I've like realized that there's a lot of weird chicken people on the internet. Like they make like weird videos. Like this is how you take care of this with this weird chicken. Like you can find a weird video for anything <laughs> on the internet right now. But I bet you're right. The chicken world's probably absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and Eric did so good at innovating your chicken coop. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had an automated door. Really. Yeah, yeah. we'd uh, open at a certain time and close at a certain time. What based if on, they like, get in? What? What if they don't get in? They're done. Yeah. They're out for that. We've had that problem. <laughs> They're done. <laughs> then they no. dock on the coyotes. No, there was one chicken that I don't know. Maybe just because like the other chickens that kept getting picked off, maybe they thought like the coop wasn't safe. This chicken kept disappearing at night. Like oh. wouldn't go to sleep in the coop, and we were like, "Oh my god, this one's dead!" Like it was one of our favorite ones, and then it reappeared in the morning. So they just hiding spot. Yeah, he found a hiding spot to live in, and a shady chicken. He did that for like a week, or she. Yeah, gotta love evolution. I feel like I wish I had this final question to ask, like when you were still taking care of the chickens, because it probably would have been some weird chicken thing, and we could keep talking about chickens. Hopefully, you get more chickens. Maybe you know. Uh, Once they settle in, will eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll be chicken owners for life. You can't go from not eating fresh eggs 
to eat yeah. fresh eggs and then not eating fresh eggs again, Shaf. Can't live that life anymore. No, you can't they're do that. They're super low maintenance. It's just the whole, like, you have to make sure they're in at a certain time and you have to let them out in the morning. And, like, if you go on vacation. I feel like I would rather have a cow or pig, though, if I could pick the food that I would want to take care of <laughs> that I could eat. Yeah, but those animals what I want to be, like, question that is. What, what animal? Like, because say you had to take care of the food and that was all you got to eat. Which animal would you pick? I mean, the Basically, cow would take forever. What? Yeah, the cow's going to eat the most meat. The cow's going to take years, though. That's true. That's, That's going to take years. I would what about go pigs? Cow, I would go cow. I think I would go pigs. Because you would kill a little baby pig. pig. Pigs, you got to be careful, though, because they can get a lot of illnesses that humans can get. Really? Mind flu. That's yeah, true. That's where... Uh, mad so cow. So here's a little science for everyone. Like swine flu, is what, pigs have a lot of the same genomes as humans, so they can get like a, but they can get viruses from other animals like birds. So a bird will give a, an, a virus to a pig, and then the pig gives it to you. Wow. It's a new strain of a flu that a human's never seen before, and then we have a pandemic like what we have right now. You know, now. the last time I saw a pig that was running around like a pet. Was at the Williamsport Farmer's Market. Thank you. <laughs> you got to be careful with owning pigs. So I think I would go cow because you just throw that thing in the pasture, give it some grass, and you're good to go. I, I think, think I would yeah. raise cows. What about goats? Goats would be cool. I wouldn't want to eat one. I could milk and eat a goat. I would eat a goat Do and milk it. you ever think about getting more animals? What's yeah. Eric want? I don't know. He's, every minute he's like, cow, pig, goat. I think he's got to go cow. <laughs> Yeah, good cow. But I think you need two of them. Like I think you need two of every animal. Yeah, you definitely need two so they can okay. be friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need two, do you? You might. I they can be friends with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'd be friends with a cow. And then you eat it in a few years. And then I would eat this it. This is why we need a second Arnie. You'd have like a party a every couple of years. You'd be like, Jimmy's dead. We're eating him tonight. Yeah, it's like a funeral. Right. Part. That's what I would name my first <laughs> cow. I'd name him Jimmy the cow. Maybe you go cows on like cycles, it. you know, halfway through. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, it but it's funny. a circle of life and it's reality, yeah. you know? Yeah. For your vegans out there, shout out vegans. But yeah, shout out vegan life. Plant, plant, you know, it's the yeah. same kind of. I do try and eat plant-based sometimes, like half the time. Living, can help. Living things too, you know? Yeah. It can help to eat plant-based. So that takes us to your latest and greatest, your food blog. Right, I was going to say, <laughs> to the creations. What is um, a food blog? He wants to write a food a food. Blog. Blog. It's called Bring Your Appetite. Okay. And what kind of dishes can we see on said food blog? And, uh, you know, how long do you think we'll be continuing to see delicious foods coming out? I think until I run out of shit to make, which hopefully is never because I'm hungry. Is that Mac Miller line? And that's the only Mac Miller song I listen to. I don't know. Uh, you need to listen to more. There's so um, many rhymes to come. Old pizza. Yeah, but he says like... Got me laughing. Like, in, right. in, yes. But he says it's like something, something. He's like, so many more verses to come. Something. And it's like, why the fuck you bugging? And then, I know what you're talking about. And anyway. every Mac Miller fan that's going to this podcast is going to be really mad at me. Yeah, they're going to hate that They're going to hate me. But R. so... R.I.P. Mac. Right? R.I.P. Mac is right. Um, right. Don't cry. Don't bring it up. Don't cry. So what kind of food and what kind of stuff have you been cooking? What's been inspiring you lately? Inspiration. Hmm. I'm not sure. Hmm. I think it's just like whatever I have in my fridge basically is like the whole focus is like what's easy, what's healthy and like right. smallest mess I can make. Cause I love I'm also doing that. the dishes. Right? Say, come talk to chef perfect. about what you should eat tomorrow. That's perfect for a bachelor like myself. <laughs> oh yeah. So I guess a while ago, maybe in college, I cut out like the bad foods. Like I cut out dairy and bread and pasta. I tried to focus on like, it's not always bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just kind of tried to focus on like cleaner eating and like, you know, just eating like a piece of chicken and vegetables at dinner instead of adding pasta or a piece of bread or like a cream sauce. So a lot of it is just like something easy, something everybody has and, you know, like one pot recipes or one pan recipes. So it's usually basic ingredients and it's usually super healthy. I only try and use like herbs and spices and sometimes I'll make a lot of sauces, but they're not sauces with cream in them or cheese, mainly just like chicken like broth or vegetable broth. I and want I do- her to give you like a recipe, Chef, to see if you can make it. And then we do like a comeback where Chef's like, well, I made it and this is what it tastes like. Jump on Instagram <laughs> and talk about it. Yeah, I think that would yeah. be funny to do a little cross combo. Oh, yeah. And it's called like Chef Joins Appetite. Like, you know how, what I'm how saying? How many followers does Bring Your Appetite have? I think it's like 300, but okay. the whole base of me starting this was one like I liked cooking like 
our mother made everything homemade. Our grandmother was a good cook and would cook us stuff growing up for holidays. So that was just in me and I enjoyed cooking and it's more of like a hobby for me. So I just, I think the best thing you can do for like people who don't know what to do with the food that they have is just experiment and be confident because that's the reason I found out like I was good at cooking is like, I'm going to try this today. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. I've burnt a lot of stuff in my day. I've burnt a whole rack of ribs. Oh, <laughs> Don't know that happens. Oh, yeah. Geez. So all right, Zach threw a whole rack of ribs in the mulch. You remember that? Oh after my they God. Those are the best ribs. Oh they fell in the mulch. Like dropped them in the mulch after, you know, you cook ribs. For, for like, like 10 hours? Yeah. Oh dropped them in the mouth. Did you eat them? <laughs> I forgot to rinse them off. And they you were good? To. Yeah. You have to. We ate them. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I guess the reason I started the whole putting them on Instagram was people started asking me for recipes. And I think I started realizing that a lot of people I know, I mean, we're younger. So a lot of people don't know even what to do with Brussels sprouts or broccoli. Like those are easy side dish. So like, here's five things to do with Brussels sprouts that are not just like salt, pepper. Right. Oh. I'm feeling confident about cooking a lot of things, especially when you're younger and they don't, you don't really learn it anywhere unless you have. I was going to say, does that happen anymore? Is there like home ec class in high school anymore? Because I had it. Home ec, they made you make like ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like tiramisu, yeah, brownies, yeah, tiramisu, you know, like, and I just messed around with my friends the whole time. I mean, like brownies and like cookies, you know, they, they don't really get into it. So unless you have a family member that passes that on to you, yeah. people are in the dark. Do you cook, Chef? Yeah, I cook quite a bit. And I, I, I'd say I cook, cook more now, like the yeah. less change, but I've always cooked a decent amount just because like my parents instilled that in me. Yeah. 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 And now you're like cooking lunch too, which I feel like is another separate meal. People have I was not a lunch cooker until you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but now that people are home, they've the opportunity to cook at lunch. I know it's well, been wild. Yeah. We're like privileged at home now because I'm making gourmet meals for lunch and when I have to go back oh, yeah. to the office. Yeah. It's amazing. I could be able to. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wait, well, you can so your your medium is Instagram though? Yes. My okay. favorite platform. I so love looking at like videos or is it like pictures and like written text? It's usually just pictures and written text and when I created the blog, I was going to or the Instagram, I was going to have a blog with it and it's going to be more elaborate and actually have like recipes written out and like have another picture on that Instagram post that has the recipe as well. Not lazy about it, but when I look back on it, I'm not sad that I didn't do that because when I look up a recipe and I'm trying something new, I change it to make it what I want to be my flavor palette. So if I have three things in this recipe that you don't like, you're going to omit them or add something else that's different. So I do write the ingredients that I use. And sometimes I do include, I use a tablespoon of this or a tablespoon of that, but I just write out the ingredients and let it up to that person that wants to experiment in the kitchen, kind of take whatever the ingredients are and make it their own based on their own flavor palette. I feel like I always look at the picture first anyway. Oh, if the yeah. picture looks delicious, I'm exactly. like, all right, have a good let's picture. learn how to make that bad that's boy. And then you're right, yeah. D-Wall. Then I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's going to taste good. Let me put some of this in there. And then we shake it up. So what is this Instagram handle? Bring your appetite with underscores. Bring, bring underscore. Bring, we'll put it in the description. Bring your appetite. So, Dwall, super appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm sure you'll be back with us at some point in this show's life. I mean, it took you guys 27 episodes. Oh my god, you were on the beginning <laughs> list. Everybody knows it. Been on the list, but you know, please. Um, I'm going to ask you my favorite question and see Ooh. what the answer is. Everybody knows this question, I think, by now. We're getting up in the higher numbers of the episodes. But what was your last Amazon delivery? Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, This is a first. I order a lot. <laughs> yeah, at least she has her own account now. It used to be on mine. It was. And then you guys would get mad when I changed the address. And, and then I would be sending my t-shirts and hats to D-Wall's house. Oh, no, you have to like change the address. <laughs> Look, Diana, he's wearing the boathouse shirt tonight. Oh, uh, this boathouse shirt. I have two more stories I'll tell in the postcast, which is funny. <laughs> But look, I left this shirt at D-Wall's house, Chef, and she had to send it back to me. No, no, no. He's left it at my house. No, you left it at Jen's house. Jen's house. My dad's. And I think mine. Let's take a picture, D-Wall. She's supposed to tell us about her. What was the package delivery? We didn't get it? Oh, it was thermometers. For what? Chicken's butts? No, Ruby's butts. (laughs) Oh, the dog butt. (laughs) Dog thermometer. Have you ever stuck anything up your dog's butt? It's the worst thing ever. I'm hoping I don't have to. But I also realized I don't have a thermometer, so I got one for ourselves, too. Nothing thrilling, practical COVID shit. It's a new one for us. We had already at the vet, and the guy like put out the thermometer. Yeah. He lifted the tail. He saw my face. He was like, 
Oh, yeah, this is happening. And then right. right. It is blood. <laughs> I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Babies, too. You'll be crazy. At some point. You'll be sick of thermometers. Don't you feel bad, too? Oh, yeah. I like, I'm yeah. like, I know that you're going to get something. You put a thermometer in a baby's mouth. That's true. Oh, yeah. You so. just can't, like, speak to them, you know? It's they don't know English, so you can't be like, right. it's okay. Like, this is going to happen. <laughs> it's right. You'll get a treat afterwards. Thanks again, D-Wall, for real time. This was fun, and this I had a great time. Fun. It was good. We're so grateful you joined us for today's episode. Please go ahead and leave us a review here on the podcast. And if you love our content, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Be Easy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and drop us a note, even over email, beeasypodpod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll join us for a future episode. So until next time, friends, be easy. Okay, bye.